listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Wow, I gotta admit, this is actually amazing. What's even more amazing? I signed us up for a seven-hour mule tour. Dad, doesn't that sound steep and dangerous? Katie, what could go wrong? Get to the bridge if you want to live! What about Prancer? Prancer belongs to the canyon now! Stop looking at what you ain't got. Start being thankful for what you do got. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey! Hey, Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 64. Last week I said 64, and I lied to you. Um, this week is 64, not that it matters. What does matter, though, is that we are joined by Matthew Isbear. Matthew is pod today. He's joining uh, us for the first time since, like, our elf episode is what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. only, only three people call me Matthew, okay? My mother, my wife when I'm in trouble, and my therapist. So let's... <laughs> let's... let's keep that to three what's going on y'all it's it's been uh it's been a minute uh i i i really like that y'all have continued um y'all have what y'all switched up y'all joined um apollo hou shop apollo HOU for all your houston merch big shout out for you guys that's awesome um the the only new thing uh really in my life is that uh i i have fallen down the TikTok rabbit hole like i am i'm yeah. I, I got i got my shit oh curated. no don't do it i have my shit curated perfectly right it is it's funny white dude funny non-white dude funny white lady funny non-white lady boobies something helpful about uh fixing up your house boobies again and then it restarts the cycle and it's exactly it's dialed in y'all TikTok is perfect i don't care if the chinese know all my information there's nothing really else to know about me it's they have fine. It anyway. i don't care they have exactly they have it anyway they have it anyway so that's really the only new thing uh in my life but man i'm, I'm happy to be here it's gonna be fun speaking of data mining that's exactly what this movie is about <laughs> um i didn't even <laughs> intend to do that but you're exactly right we are doing we are doing the mitchells versus the machine a two, 2021 animated classic I'm going to call it, well, a classic. I'm going to call it a classic because I really, really like this film. Um, and I think it will hold, withstand the test of time. But uh, right now it is sitting at a 7.9 on IMDb. Um, but I should ask first, Dex and uh, Tej, how are we doing? We doing okay? We're good. We're supporting Florence Pugh. We're waiting for Black Widow. And we're our filling time in the interim. And we're good. Yeah, it's... Things are going good over here. I got a job interview in the morning. Um, I took right. PTO for my current job next week. I'm just cloud nine right now. I so am does excited. It, it feels like that for everybody else, it seems like. Everybody's kind of like waiting for summer to start. Like summer hasn't started yet. Everybody's like, how many people have the vaccine? Can we go out? Can we can we get great? Like it, it seems like everybody's on that precipice of summer hasn't quite started yet, but it's about to. <laughs> Man, I gotta tell Hell you, yeah. a bunch of people around Waco are just like masks. Nah, ain't me. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of it. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, you know that was a that was a pothole I didn't mean to step into, but you're you're yeah you're probably it's already started. People are just like, oh, we're done. We're outside. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, 
Yeah, so shout out to Nelly playing a concert in Waco of all places. You know how it goes. <laughs> Good lord. It's basically like the equivalent of TI and Rihanna being in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, is that it was that a joke or is that actually true? Because I've looked no, I've looked at it's a good song choice. Do you talk about the song they live, play? Oh, okay. Live your life. Yeah. Okay. I was worried. Great song choice. Because I can't support anything TI related. I'm sorry. Well, you did because this song mm. is in this film. Mm. Okay. <laughs> they mostly only played the Rihanna part, but it is his song. Maya he. Maya ha ha. Uh, the Mitchells versus Machines came out uh, this year. Of course, it's on Netflix. So, you know, they just have not marketed this movie whatsoever. <laughs> like, I don't know how they have done that it's not even really on the first page of netflix um a quirky dysfunctional family's road trip is upended when they find themselves in the middle of uh the robot apocalypse and suddenly become humanity's unlikeliest last hope it is written and directed by michael uh rianda and jeff rowe it is of course a phil lord and christopher miller I think that's wait. Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. It's Lord and Miller. We are Lord and Miller Hive over here. Yeah, it is, is a it is a Lord and Miller animated banger. Christopher Miller and Phil, Phil Lord. Uh they at this point can do no wrong with animated movies, if I'm being honest. Um it has an 81 meta score on Metacritic, which is very, very high. Stars Abby Jacobson, Danny McBride, Maya Rudolph, Eric Andre, everyone's in the Olivia Coleman is in this movie yeah she's the, she's the phone she's the bad yeah, guy. she's pal uh john legend chrissy teigen fred armison blake griffin uh, okay uh conan o'brien and uh the most uh famous one doug the pug shout out to the Incredible performance so th- this is pug. this is how i know y'all like deserve a movie podcast because y'all are like oh yes this director that we know who other directors other than you know spielberg are like I, i'm just like hey man it's an animated movie the kids were okay with it being on the tv that's that's where i am with and movies. that so. is why we have you on the podcast animated expert animated mom expert we will get that breakdown a little bit later. that's the after hours pod i think the yeah. term you used was lowest common denominator and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that Netflix uh, shelled out a lot of money for this they got the big guns in they got the big gun directors they got the, a pretty stacked cast, and it was clear that they wanted this to be a banger, which doesn't really explain why nobody knows that this movie exists. I don't get it. Has 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 89% audience score. Eye-catching and energetic, The Mitchells vs. Machines delivers a funny, feel-good story that the whole family can enjoy. And I got to be honest, just before we start our reviews, I laughed out loud at this movie several times. So if you're Multiple like... Multiple times. Yeah, so if you're... Uh, it's It's not just a kids animated movie like you, you will this is one of those ones where if you're having to watch with kids you'll want to pay attention because there it is so funny one downside though is it is an hour and 53 minutes long let's start there matt is bear go ahead review and letter grade please sir uh 40, foot view here um a uh, a concept that's probably too big for a, a kid's movie um, unless you're like uh, 12 or 13 years old or older. Um, but honestly, like it had moments that redeemed it. Like I, I, I um, 
I, like you said, I laughed out loud multiple times. Uh, that won't dig into all of it, but you can just tell that this movie was made by people who experienced uh, their coming of age, like in the late nineties um, or, or, or it was influenced by people who, were, who came of age, like mid to late nineties, early two thousands. And uh, th- just think about things and write things in the way uh, that like, younger parents mm-hmm. think about it very enjoyable movie i like a strong b plus probably deserves an a but uh, strong b plus is, is what i'd give it really really enjoyed it Deej, you don't like this movie as much um you said it was too long you're kind of you're kind of down on it but and then you- and then you texted me that you hate kids and like <laughs> this shit was this shit was trash i hate you i hate your kids and i i was trying to figure out why you texted me That's- that but it's okay First of all, this is a perfectly fine movie. I don't hate it. I'm not. I'm not saying that. He also said it. something about the eyes of Texas being valid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I this movie has heart. The family storyline is really cool. The kind of a young woman trying to work through her differences, not just her sexuality, but just being different and what that means is like really cool. Uh, the and and that stuff of this movie really captured me. Uh, really worked for me. Uh, what didn't really work is A, the length, but also B, the phones, technologies, the bad guy storyline just kind of doesn't work for me. And I think that this movie, before the phones come, was on pace to be like a super amazing, heartfelt world story movie, a road trip movie that I was going to really enjoy. Then and you then go the, write it. And what, then when the tech. You go write it. You go, you go write the movie without the phones. When the, technology, the, the when the technology part of the movie hit, I was like, oh, uh, well, obviously I knew it was going to happen because of the name of the film. But that part didn't work as well for me as the interpersonal family dynamic was really what I was there for. Kind of the self exploration is what I was there for. I wasn't necessarily there for the. It was, it was a bit ham fisted to me the way that the. Uh, that part of the plot is set up mostly because they the guy who invented this technology is just played as like a please play by Eric Andre but he's just like a dumbass doofus who kind of has no ill will or ill intent which doesn't really make sense to me they basically absolve that character of all wrongdoing by having him be like my bad and the bad guy I'm just taking I'm just taking notes here okay Uh, uh, (laughs) self-exploration ham-fisted the, the bad guy is literally a cell phone like um, the bad guy is the dude T- who created all this like tj I, I didn't, I didn't that. tj did not like a black character as the ceo of a large company <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm just making sure i got it all down that's all i'm saying that's no all. also although i love this cast i do not find eric andre funny and i don't think that they gave him much to do in the role handshake on that handshake on uh, eric andre being just mm. but i will say the most normal he's ever is a queen it. Abby Jacobson is a queen. Give her more movies. Give her more everything. Broad City's the funniest show of all time. That's all I'll say. I'll give it a B. It's the most normal Eric Andre performance of all time. Honestly. Yeah, they could have gave that role to Dex and it would have been just as funny. <laughs> and um, I was watching the whole time. Like, why is that not uh, Keegan Michael Key or whatever his name is? <laughs> 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 that uh, that should have been him. But yeah, uh, he does say a line, Teach, that you mentioned where he's like, maybe unchecked uh, growth for these technology companies was a bad idea. You're like, ah, I, okay. But uh, it's, like it's, it's funny, but it's not, it's not a joke. Like that's just, 
that's just how you think about things like i don't know how that space works you see the tiktok it's a funny joke it's a good one even (laughs) all right uh dex go ahead man i really like this movie um i i've liked it more and more the more i thought about it and like seeing kind of all the little like movie nods they put into it like Royden shared a youtube video with us about like dozens and dozens of fucking just small movie knots they put in the shit for no reason or like not people that made this are film nerds for for real whatever yeah it's like quentin tarantino levels of like i know shit here it is Mm -hmm. Um, intolerable yeah but um yeah dude i laughed out loud at this shit multiple times i thought like the the animation that like the art style of it is just really cool to look at just pleasant on the eyes um it's a lot different than what you normally see in animated movies or whatever you're used have, to like. have any of y'all played uh the video game borderlands yes yeah kind of gave me that vibe really enjoyed that i cloudy I, with like, the chance of meatballs is what i was gonna say yeah like 3d but with cell shading i, I don't yeah. it was really good it's that, dope. me making fun of uh, movie nerds and i'm sitting here <laughs> talking about video game art styles no but you're <laughs> but you're right and there's a couple of things though too that you can tell these people came up in like the early 2000s with their movie like because all of the all of the like they call it katie animation or whatever her name katie, katie i think vision. is katie vision thank you katie vision. is that and not to interrupt you dex but they to, to interrupt you they uh they say the katie vision all of that it looks like movie posters like juno and all of those posters from like 2007 is what i was thinking every single time like you ever uh, watch the movie and uh, nobody watched it but it was with anton yeltsin is charlie bartlett or whatever um but yeah that was that's what it looks like and uh or like you know just go any of those indie movies from 2007 like juno or anything like that that's what that animation looks like i thought it was really creative anyway dick sorry yeah and they like randomly insert like deep fried memes into this yeah like just at random (laughs) points or like like that 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 probably should be uh something that we hit more in depth is is this the first movie to like really celebrate like meme culture yeah i don't know it, 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 it can't be it literally can't be it probably isn't but it felt like it's, it i mean book like smart the one a little bit. the best like book smart definitely has memes in it yeah book smart has memes in it but it feels like this movie like it's entirely built on memes like the whole thing is one giant meme a continuous um, meme yeah it's just one continuous meme and then they just keep adding just more and more little memes for no reason like we have a fu- fucking furbies like nobody's thought about furbies in decades that furby (laughs) scene was amazing and they just make furbies like the scariest shit ever for no reason it was amazing but yeah that was uh, that joke was written by somebody who was woken up in the middle of the night by a furby i cackled that was i love that scene that might be my favorite scene that scene was awesome that that reminded me of like my aunt she was a weirdo and (laughs) in the early 2000s she had a beanie baby room and literally just a just a broom specifically for her giant collection of beanie babies and that would be the room that they would send the kids to sleep in during oh, like oh. family gatherings so i'd just wake up like in the middle of the day like why why the fuck am i surrounded by a fucking wall of beanie babies and that that furby sent me back to some dark places is, is she a millionaire now did she sell those for millions of dollars nah she yeah. uh because no one did still has a lot of them um it's it's very unfortunate 
but uh yeah that's her that's her thing and we let her have her thing shout out to Anna. she hasn't listened to this podcast but uh, <laughs> um but yeah man the the story was adorable to me i liked i liked the humor in it but it went on way too long it mm-hmm. we got to like that final scene where they're in the big rhombus tower battle thing and it ended like five different times they should have wrapped it up a lot sooner than they did but you know it still had its cool heartfelt moments after that the epilogue where she's actually in school or whatever like it felt like we could have got to that like 45 minutes earlier but it was still cute i gave the movie a i gave the movie an a minus probably it's in that a tier for me but they they definitely could have chopped like 30 minutes off this movie can i can Uh, i give a, a quick just comment as to why mine was a B plus and, and not an A minus. There's Go for it. two two things. One, we've already hit on it. The editing probably could have been edited down minimum 30 minutes. Uh, and look, the Mrs. Mitchell, they, they put a sweatshirt around her waist the entire movie. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> It felt Holy intentional. It, they it did. felt intentional it's like, to a very specific man. audience. And I'm, I'm just saying. Are you in that audience? I, look, I'm saying. He's not not in that audience. I'm, I, I'm not commenting on that audience. Look, hey, <laughs> if, we're, making, we're making movies to make money, right? That's what we're doing here, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, yes. We want to bring the audience to Netflix to watch this film. And all I'm saying is, if you have Maya Rudolph, oh my god! If you have Maya Rudolph play the and character, S, by the you way, can't, you can't put a sweatshirt around oh, her waist. Uh, That's all I'm saying. I mean, she is Aunt, she is Aunt Cass, though. By the way, please she continue. Your, she is. Yes, thank you. Your queen. Thank you. Please continue. <laughs> it's like somebody at somebody at Sony was like, "Have you Mm-mm. seen what the fuck they're doing can't over do at Dis- at Pixar? We cannot do that." <laughs> This one dude in Austin made a bracket. He made a bracket on Twitter. We can't we, we can't, can't do this shit. We anymore. can't like, feed into the debauchery. We cannot do it. We cannot be part of the tw- uh, the Twitter discourse. I'm glad that they did not. I'm glad that they covered her up. Although it seems weird to you could just draw her differently, just not put a sweatshirt over her, but whatever. I'm I'm, I'm fine with the decision. Look, it's there. Look, hey, Sony's like, hey, it's there. But dot dot dot. Maybe they maybe they got they couldn't get the uh, one kind of uh, one kind of ass man that Pixar has that they're just like we can't we can't do it the same. <laughs> the, ass, the ass consultant. Yeah, we just can't, just can't do it the same. Pixar has spent decades developing the technology <laughs> for mom ass, and Sony just can't replicate it yet. They just after the Invincibles, you should be able to do mom ass as big as you want to in these films because the way that they drew her hips, like come on, bro. Like they we did. all know what comes from those hips. We uh, we understand. We know. They did it in our in wagon. Our-, our wagon algorithm is proprietary. Pixar <laughs> <laughs> saw the original cut and sued them immediately and said, "I know that ass anywhere." Nice <laughs> fucking try. Who do you have in the Disney <laughs> vault? A season desist. <laughs> you will be hearing from the Mouseketeers about this. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> the Disney Please police, continue. the Disney Please law. Uh, <laughs> um, the um, the thing that I will say about uh, 
about this that I think they did better. And we talked about, and TG touched on it a little bit and just to you know, talk about some things that maybe y'all haven't talked about. I give this movie an A minus. I'm right there with you, Dex. The more that I think about it, the more that I think I'll, I'll rewatch this movie actually. Like I don't normally go back to many animated movies outside of, I don't know, toy stories, or I may have to rewatch solo again. It's not touching on huge themes, but the themes that are in the movie are done so well that I think it's kind of glanced over a little bit. Like the main character is, is gay. When we, I mean, it's it's obvious oh, because there's rainbow. I, I, I was even like, it didn't even pull my attention to that. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. When she says at the beginning, she says, "I've always been different," and they show a massive rainbow. Rainbow, right? Like, oh, that's I was like, oh, she's gay. Yeah. And that's just yeah. one. That's one thing, and you just don't have to. I mean, she's wearing a she's wearing a rainbow pin and everything else too. She wears a rainbow pin. They mentioned the they reference it at the end. Name at the end, yeah, yeah. Just, they said, "Are you guys?" Uh, she said, "Are you guys still together? Are you official? Are y'all official? Said. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a oh, thing that's on the side. It's just nice. You don't have to. We don't have to make Man a big was deal. too busy looking at uh, looking for asses to notice the little uh, touches of subtle the- subtlety. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that they didn't make that a big deal. It's just like. Same. She's gay. It's, it's over. It's done. Nobody yeah. cares. You know, you, because you know who doesn't care? Your children. The children in your life do they not really give a For shit. They're like, they don't care. For real. R.I.P. Aziz Ansari, but he had a joke that's like, dude, every single movie that I could ever watch is on my phone. Why do I give a fuck? Did you about- just say R.I.P. to a living person because he got canceled? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> it, it fits it, it fits though it fits that's incredible um but yeah incredible. He, he had a bit that was like you why would i care about gay people or who people want to have sex with they like everything that i ever need is in front of me right now and you know who doesn't care your kids and gen z but i will say this movie is extremely it's a great mix the more i, I text that it that it needed to that it was the most Gen Z movie ever, which I think is true because it is one big sort of meme in this in this sort of absurdist humor that has kind of been incorporated into uh, Gen Z humor. You can find it all over TikTok, but like this movie was made for people on TikTok. But also, I was thinking, like Matt was saying, this was made by people in the nut because there's Furby references. There's stuff like this was made by people. That, that grew up watching indie films come up through the two, the nineties and the two thousands. And they really appreciate that film. So I, it's really a great blend of, of the millennial Gen Z and even the iPad generation humor that, so, cause it holds the attention of five-year-olds. So like it, it's, it's all there. If you're making a movie for Gen Z or the TikTok generation, then I really don't understand why this movie comes in at an hour and 53. Yes. This, well, this, this, th- th- that's where the millennial 20 minutes. And yes, that had to be for us because those those kids are not what want do not want to sit there for two hours. Like even if they're having a great time, it's a perfectly fine movie. But I don't. I just feel like it's obviously we we've seen that playbook in Pixar and like the Lego movies. Like make it for kids, but put enough in there so that adults are entertained. They're not just sitting there on kid duty. Like make them entertained by the film as well. So you can mm-hmm. tell they were trying to balance between like entertain millennials but also entertain. Uh, you know, Gen Z. And I thought they did a pretty good job of, of, of that balance other than the runtime. I thought they did a pretty good job of that balance. I will say the 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 main thing is that of course this isn't dealing with huge I mean in and of itself the 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 intrusiveness of 
of media and social media and uh, technology in your life is a big theme, but it, it's something that we've seen, like you were saying, Tej, done so much that you know we we get it, we know it's not Pixar. We're not talking. We're not touching on what is the meaning of life. Where do you go when you die? Which is like what Soul did recently. We're not doing that, and that's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with not having you know Pixar being like, hey, someday we're gonna die. And you got to be like, fuck, all right, I got to call my mom. This was just like, all right, this was great. It was Did just anyone fun. die in this movie? Do y'all think that when the explosions were happening, when the robots first landed, did anyone die in those? Because like I mean, no one- Mass people, casualties. No, mass there were no casualties in this movie, but the, people had to die. Like, even if it's just like people having a heart attack because robots are taking over the earth, quite literally, like there had to be dead people, but of course they're not in the film. Which I understand when, the, when that ship like crashed out of the sky at the end, there's no way that they like equipped those pockets like safety features. There's no airbags in these hoes. Like y'all are done. You're done. It, got it, in these streets. Im- implied if you're over the age of like eleven. Yeah. There's implied wow. death. A lot of people Thank die. you. Thank you, the Mitchells, for saving us, but uh, you really didn't shut this down in a in a great fashion. There are <laughs> thousands. Like they literally just crashed down. Like the, a lot of people died. Um, yeah, Chrissy I, Teigen did not die though. That, that's what matters. Yeah, um, yeah. That being Chrissy Teigen and John Legend is a very funny bit that the writers Perfect put casting. in there. Yeah, that they put in there on purpose. But I, you said Abby Jacobson. This this voice cast. I think it's perfect. I think like you don't really notice that sometimes like other than I said like Toy Story or something that is classic now that oh this is cast perfectly. This is I thought this was great. I thought this was I thought they performed well, which is hard to do because of how many takes they do when they film these movies and and how long they're doing it and you, you ever listen to Tom Hanks talk about what it takes to make a um animated film. It it's easy work and easy money, but it's also like they have those dudes in those studios for nine hour day, 10 hour days, like screaming the same lines over and over. So like that would, nah, I'm good. But like, I, I think this voice cast, I think they just, I think it just meshed well. I don't know what it was. I think it was just great. And also having, I heard this on another podcast. The director is the voice of the, the son, the little kid. And just having him be like an adult voice is very funny. Just being like <laughs> the Bob's Burgers, like, oh, this is clearly an adult person. Like, I thought that was that was very funny. And um, yeah, just some of the humor, man. It really like I can't get over the Furby scene. Is like the Dark Order or whatever that is. It's like just so absurd. So I I like I love um, like. Uh, like the occult and like oh like um raiders of the lost ark like all of the indiana jones movies Mm -hmm. with the exception of the alien one are like right in my niche right i love that um and so like we must call upon the elder furby that (laughs) shit had me cackling it was uh, back to the darkness I returned. that i don't know what it was about (laughs) that scene the 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 massive Furby with the pain only makes me stronger. Like every, <laughs> every stupid subtitle they had for the Furby scene had me absolutely cackling. My wife actually started laughing at me, laughing at the movie because it was when so the, good. When, when that Furby came out, 
And she says, why would somebody make this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Addressing, I love that type of humor. Addressing something that is clearly like, absurd is always funny they're like what is going on i just want to i just want to read y'all something i'm i'm on the wikipedia page for furbies right now so there's there was the uh, initial creation in 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 1998 um and uh they they sold uh 2 million in 1998 and 14 million what in 1999 um so that spun off a entire subsection of Furbies called Other Furbies. And I just want to read this off for you real quick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Furby Babies, Furby Friends, Emototronic Furbies, Emototronic Furby Babies, Emototronic Funky Furbies, 2012 Furbies, Furby Party Rockers, Furby Boom, Furblings, Furby Boom <laughs> Furblings. Crystal, Furby Boom Crystal Furblings, Furbaka, and Furby Connect. We are in the wrong business. Oh, kids' toys! Absolutely, yeah. dude. That's what was the exactly one? The Furby was. Connect, like, like Xbox Connect. <laughs> Is Furbaka like a Furby Chewbacca? Because Definitely. I purchased that. I, I, you think I, I'm I clicking on that? that? You think I want that to be purple? <laughs> Fur- yes. In okay, fine. In June, in June 2015, a Furby that resembles <laughs> Chewbacca from Star Wars was released. It is similar to the Furby Boom that. because it can hatch furblings with the same app and more. Way it is known on. as the Wookie Furby and the new Furby friend. Please move the fuck on to the next subject. <laughs> the furblings is going to be in my brain for a long time. Um, the the bit with, I mean, they of course we got to talk about um, the animation. We'll do that in a second. But the final bit with how they kill the robots of them not being able to recognize if the dog is a dog or pig or a loaf of bread. It's a very funny bit. They're like, what is it? What is it? They just, they just recorded my wife trying to figure out what I am. That's, that was, that's how they did the entire scene. (laughs) So are you a loaf of bread or what are you? Um, the yeah. closest we could find out let's see i really like the when uh the vacation or when the road trip starts and she you know she cuts to like the our disastrous vacation like every mm-hmm. literally everything is going wrong i that that montage is so funny man like prancer belongs so to the canyon now and the horse <laughs> the horse is drowning so badly I was rolling in my bed when that shit happened. I was like, I fucking really love this movie already. Really? But okay. also, I was watching that movie like, y'all were just gonna just put her on a plane and tell her to go to college? Like, that's it? Was, Does that happen? I, f- uh, I feel it, like... It, it happened back in the, like, 70s. My my parent or my grandparents loaded up my dad's car and said, all right, go to Waco. I mean, a uh, car is different, but just, like, a plane? Just where, I guess we'll just mail all your shit? Like, that's i had a i had a foreign ex- or not a, i had a korean uh roommate my uh my freshman year of college he showed up with two duffel bags and no sheets for his bed wow he's like hi <laughs> what's up man he's like all right i'm here <laughs> it doesn't didn't have shit he's just like i guess i gotta go to the store yeah uh i mean we all went to the store like that's one of the first things you we do. did go to the store Shout out to just a, the, just like, uh, Walmart, but just four guys going to the store doing things. Just talking about store. going to the store, man. Um, <laughs> Jesus, the I don't know the dumb robots too were a funny kind of gag. That was uh, Fred Armisen was one of the robots. Uh, and the Blake other guy, Griffin. and Blake no. Griffin was the other one, right? No, 
Blake, Blake Griffin is the newer, nicer robot. I Blake Griffin were the, were the attack robots. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The one the brothers run. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's talk about the animation a little bit. Um, the animation is very similar to me. I mean, you said Borderlands. I really kind of actually agree with that, where it's where the backgrounds are sort of painted. Watercolors is what we were I was watching a video because I, I don't know this, the, the the backgrounds are sort of these watercolor-esque paintings, whereas the actual people stick out a little bit more. And I thought that was very cool how they did that. But this reminds me, I mean, another Phil Lord, or another Lord and Miller production, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. This is just a heightened version of that for sure, right? Yeah, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs came out in what, like, Oh seven, uh, yeah, somewhere around there. So they've gotten nah. way better at it, clearly. And then, like, it also kind of reminded me of Into the Spider Verse a little bit. Into the Spider Verse is a little more comic book looking, obviously, because mm-hmm. of the subject matter. But this one, like, it seems like they they figured something out with Into the Spider Verse, and they're like, people love that shit. We're just gonna do it again. And they're right. I love that shit. They should do it again. Yeah, when they touch things, and and like, there's different like explosions and things like that, like the Katie Vision or whatever it was called. Um, yeah, but Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs came out in 2008. Just, just because I know some idiot on Twitter is going to be like, that's not cell shading. I'm looking back at the movie. It's not cell shading. I'm sorry I said that. I regret it. I'll post an iPhone notes apology here after the episode. I expect to see that apology. Thank you. Okay. So I still don't know what cell shading is. I just know they talked about that shit in like the Xbox announcement. And I was like, this looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck it means. I want one. But uh, the... The thing with, you know, I don't know. It's it's interesting because it's like you watch a Pixar movie and Pixar has done the thing where it's like, we're going to make everything hyper-realistic except basically for the characters where it's like, because if we made these characters as hyper-realistic as everything else in this movie, you would freak out because there is an uncanny valley there that we have, <laughs> we just don't want to cross yet. That's why it's like in Pixar, it's like, and here where they look more cartoonish, but in, in like the Pixar movie, like soul, everything looks great except for, you know, the characters are sort of, they have these round features and they don't quite look like they're real people. Whereas this, they're like, all right, you know, this is a cartoon. We're just going to make it try to look as great as possible. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like with brave, they made her hair look like the most realistic hair you've ever seen in an animated movie. And then they made her face look like the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't be completely <laughs> creeped out. <laughs> I took a turn. I was not expecting. Be <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah. What do y'all, what do y'all think about this brand of humor as far as like, as far as, as we progress forward because this is one of the actually to me and this is one of the better comedy movies i think i've seen in a long time i mean it's right up there with like the lego movie and stuff because like these comedies and lord and miller continue to do that these comedies don't come out anymore they don't come out in movie form anymore it's long form things like that but this is one of the better like actual comedies that i think i've seen in a long time i this brand of humor i don't know it's it Tickles something in me that I actually absolutely love. It's not going away. The Spider-Verse movie comes out next year. Uh, they're going to do another Lego movie, I believe, it has been announced. Uh, it's that kind of humor. It's that kind of like stack as much pop culture into there as you can. 
TJ, and- I think I, I think you are maybe like a year or two older than me, maybe potentially. You might be like right around my age, what, what I'm going to call equal to my age. I, I personally feel like I was born on the last possible day, hour, and minute of the age cutoff, wherever it happens biologically, to, to think that is actually funny. Because I'm like right on that line of like, that I, I laughed at that. That was dumb. I should not have laughed at that. Like like at the exact right there. And when they did uh, deregulate tapioca, like in the the video at the very end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Like that, I laughed at that shit. Like I shouldn't have. It's dumb. It doesn't make sense. It's random. I get it. It's like the whole, it's the, the Gen Z like, epitome right of, of randomness but not saying random lol like i get it but I, i'm at the very end so th- this isn't your like preferred style is what i'm hearing teach no i i, I like I, I thought the jokes were i thought the jokes per minute are perfectly fine in this movie like the references are funny the pop culture stuff is funny i found it to be a funny movie uh i just i i guess if i'm if i'm looking for this style of movie I'm just going to prefer the way it's presented in the Lego movie, which is even more ridiculous and has even less of a plot. Yeah, that makes I just, sense. Like, I, I think it makes it easier for them to just get their jokes off because like, nobody remembers or cares about the plot of the Lego movie. Versus this movie does actually have a plot and the plot does feed into the larger story. In the Lego That's movie, you don't care. Like, you don't care about the plot, so you just focus on the jokes, which is perfectly fine. I think that allows them to open it up to like the next year. But I, no, I think the jokes are fine in this movie. I think it's perfectly fine watch i was high i wasn't like knee slapping like royden was but i was laughing they're definitely a lot of laughing. hey now i wasn't like knee slapping though it wasn't hey like now do not we, pretend we your humor is elevated hey I'm not, you're I'm not, cool I'm not, we get it i was just gonna you're say, super we, cool it's a kid's movie you hate it when we, I, it's when fine we watched 21 jump street i was literally on the floor laughing so i'm not my humor is not elevated like i like <laughs> dirty trashy humor but like 21 Jump Street, that like that hits different for me. Like I, I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. Like that's a Good heavens, movie. it's a children's movie. I can't <laughs> laugh at that. I, I want like to children's Duke. movies. I don't want y'all to think I don't like children's movies. I love children's movies. I'm obsessed with Pixar. I watch every Marvel film. It's not that. There was My are just like, we're not finger popping each other's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> now that was that in this is, movie, I was yeah. like, holy shit, this movie's a classic. <laughs> the um this was made for people that grew up like by people that grew up on YouTube 1.0 for people that grew up on YouTube 2.5. I don't know how you quantify that, but I'm you know what I'm talking about. Now. Are we at YouTube <laughs> yeah. 17? Yeah, eight. But you know what YouTube 1.0 was like salad fingers and all that. Pre Vine, I think. We, yeah. it's just, if, if you had to make it one pre Vine and then when the Vine compilations. When the Vine compilation started popping up on YouTube, that was era two. Man, that was and, a great time. And that pretty good. And now, and now TikTok compilations are popping up on YouTube. And so now it's it's that's how you classify YouTube. Damn, I'm good. Just did it. The sociologists movie, have been working on that for years. I just solved it. This movie humor is movie? what we thought all like internet humor was going to be when we were watching iCarly back in the day. Exactly. <laughs> we were all like, nothing Wait, makes what? sense. No, it doesn't we matter. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm I disagree. Right there. I'm, I'm right there with you. retract that. Yes, I agree. Because I, I watched agree. it. I didn't have cable. <laughs> we were poor. But yeah, iCarly, it was like, no, nothing makes sense. It's all random. They're, they're just dancing now for no reason. Who knows? No one knows. 
like they're talking about smoothies or whatever and it's funny like it's dumb but i don't know it just works for i think people like right around our age like me and royden's age probably mm. that's what we grew up on um yeah it just works the tapioca deregulate tapioca that, but they were also making fun of like youtube videos that like that so yeah it's it, it's actually good <laughs> yeah i I don't know. I thought this movie was really fucking funny, to be honest. Just like all the just random ass little bits that they throw in there. Like the kid, like self self destructing basically every time he talked to the neighbor kid. Like it was hilarious to me. As a as a previous pug owner, literally every pug joke is funny. Like the all the stuff with the pug was funny. Like even the, even their it. dog is more in shape than us, and the dog's doing push ups. <laughs> do push ups. Like, <laughs> five flies into the dog's open mouth. Yeah, I mean that, that's so the funny. What I I wrote down so many like like sight gags and stuff in this movie that I don't even know. I don't even remember what I was talking about. But like it, it <laughs> they go, we're gonna shoot you directly into space, black void forever. But we have free Wi Fi. He's like, oh, that's good. <laughs> Uh, those two random dudes like trying to start the new world order and sacrifice to the wi-fi god or whatever the fuck I was <laughs> dying. somebody somebody held up a place like, can somebody help me take a picture of my food and that was like <laughs> all right um but the fun one of the funniest ones that i laughed at that i don't know if anybody else would is like oh no the roombas are coming and they all fall down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh, oh gosh uh, okay so embarrassing <laughs> um but yeah, the, the the Furby's going, we must have vengeance. Let the dark harvest begin into the darkness I return. And the scream that the Furby lets out is the funniest. It's like, ah! it felt it, it felt eternal, yeah. literal, ancient, terrifying. Ancient, yeah. Oh, man. The, the robots like talking in, in broken sentences. The purple glasses woman make eye water is... <laughs> very funny but uh yeah i don't know i just i just think that that lord and miller and of course they didn't write this the people that wrote this uh also are in charge of some of the better shows on uh like disney channel and stuff like that uh like they did you know they do gravity falls and and stuff like that but um i Lord and Miller, I think, have such a, a great grasp of what maybe, maybe like what 25 to 15 year olds are looking for when like they go to the movies. It's really incredible. I think they probably do that better than anyone else working today. I don't know. What do y'all think? I mean, look at Into the Spider Verse. I mean, what there's nothing bad you can say about it. Like, they literally made it's a perfect a movie. Perfect movie for adults to walk into and also for kids to walk into. My nephews were just as obsessed with that movie as I, as I am. And they, at the time that movie dropped were 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. And I was like 31. And we were both equally obsessed with this film. I mean, you can't, that, nobody does that. You can't make movies that appeal to people that are 20 years apart in that same way. Like that, They're just good. Like, they're just amazing. They just understand it. That's why I'm so upset that they got kicked off of that solo film the han solo film i still like solo but i always wonder what it could have been had they been able to finish their vision mm-hmm. because like solo's good i can go back and rewatch it but it's not like rogue one level of oh my god this is the greatest shit of all time it's not like that good 
It all like... comes back to the mouse. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Make what we want. Huh? And I bet you Disney. I'll break your kneecaps. Know, I bet you Disney definitely progressed that decision just to see what they've done afterwards. It's been like, damn. Even even if the movie didn't turn out good, like having that name on that project was going to make people go back and revisit just because they've been so hot recently and what they've been doing. Disney and even Marvel do that all the time where they'll they'll somebody somebody weird will come in and have a vision and they just go, Oh, that's too out out there for us yep. to actually do. And they'll fight like Edgar Edgar Wright was supposed to be uh he was supposed to do an Ant Man movie. And he got kicked off of it for creative differences. They do that shit all the time. And then it comes back and they're like, eh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. And that's why Taika Waititi got hired to do Thor. Because they're like, all right, maybe we start giving these awesome filmmakers shit room yeah, to Yeah, they were like, shit. Thor fucking sucks. Let's get weird. And then it worked. Yeah. And, they, and it, was, it, it, it worked perfectly because they had nothing to lose because Thor had already sucked. Like we tried a traditional Thor. We tried to do it in the way that we thought would be commiserate with the rest of the MCU. And it just completely sucked. So let's just have somebody come in and try something fucking different. And Thor Ragnarok is very different. It makes it halfway doesn't make sense at times, but it's just fucking fun. It's just so much fun. And I, I hopefully, you know, hiring people like Chloe Zhao and people that are just making weird shit will they will just be more lenient and more open to hearing other people's ideas because we need some weird shit in the MCU because at some point we're going to get superhero movie fatigue and the way that you uh, kind of stem the tide is to give us a bunch of weird shit. Put our favorite superheroes into weird genres. We want to see Westerns. We want to see scary movies. We want to see action movies. Like give us just start making weird shit that feeds into the larger storyline. And that's what WandaVision try. was. That's why people liked it. Just, like WandaVision just is just weird something. shit. Yeah. I will say, I will say what's what's interesting about this is thank God. And and it, I mean Sony's a huge studio. Obviously, they they've fucked up with like the Marvel stuff and sometimes they they make clunk, uh, you know, stinkers from from some of their superhero properties, obviously, but like the their animated shit recently has been really, really good. And, bangers on bangers yeah. on bangers. And so the fact that they keep putting out good movies is really awesome for uh, for the animated industry, which which needs more parody, if we're being honest. Like, Disney and Pixar just completely running the... I, look, Disney shill, like, I will be... I, I, I'm surprised I haven't seen Ryan the Last Dragon, like, day one. But, like, the... The thing I will watch a Pixar movie day one every single time, but having that parody, like having other studios and DreamWorks did it for a while, but I haven't seen a you know a great. How to Train Your Dragon? Those movies are good, but Dream it was inconsistent. DreamWorks didn't give us something every year, every other mm -hmm. year that was just like a banger like that. They didn't. Yeah, and so if Sony can get on that role, which they've done with Spider Verse, and now I feel like this movie is, I I think. I think that's really good for this medium of of filmmaking, which yeah. is obviously me, you can do whatever me. you want in competition. Oh, I need it so bad. Give me emoji movie too. That's what everybody <laughs> wants. Oh my god. This is was that a Sony movie or is that a Dreamworks? No, it's actually a Sony movie. They, this, oh, is what, this is I, what I, America I, needs. I've never seen a second of those films, but I'm sure they're bad. Neither have I. There's only one film. 
but they I'm also sure did Hotel good. Transylvania, and for parents, it's actually a pretty funny. Movie. Oh, I heard those were good. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty damn good. I saw Hotel Transylvania three in theaters, and yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty, Adam pretty Sandler, good. Adam Sandler's highest grossing films, Hotel Transylvania. Oh, I thought Can that would have been a crazy. Support Abby Jacobson because we need to see her more stuff. She, she was brilliant in this. I think I think she she's really good. very good in in this. And of course, Broad City is criminally underrated. Uh, you know what it made me think? Why was Abby Jacobson not a character in Book Smart? Like, wh- why? She's too old. It's perfect. So, she doesn't have to be a student. She could literally just be like a character in the movie. She. If they make another books part movie, they have to put her in it. Like she literally can just play the same character she plays in Broad City. Is she? Isn't she? Is she in Doc McStuffins, the animated series on Disney Plus for kids? Uh, she is. No, I'm asking. Is she? No, she's. A, but she is. Oh, an animated and, and voice I don't. In, I don't know who the hell y'all are talking about. What else? Yeah, is I got to be honest. I have no idea who the hell this is. She Wait, is have the, y'all never seen Broad City? Have you two of you never seen Broad City? I only watch Doc McStuffins. <laughs> <laughs> only watch Bluey. Um, y'all, please watch Broad City tonight. It's on Hulu. That shit is hilarious. Doc McStuff. It was like, like it's like if Atlanta met Curb Your Enthusiasm, except for the at the center of it are two white women who are crazy. It is the it is the funniest shit ever, man. It was it was supposed to be the follow up to like Workaholics and stuff. I don't know if it got much yep. play as Workaholics, but it it is a very they they're very funny in that show. Um, Man, that show is it never like it, it's one of those shows that you can just put on any random episode because there's barely like a plot between the episodes. You can just put on any random episode and then go for the ride. That shit is hilarious. But yeah, she is a she she's starting to get a lot of animated voice work, which is also really cool. But she is. Uh, Disenchantment on Netflix. She is, uh, I think, one of the characters on the animated series Disenchantment. I want to keep Netflix. seeing her and stuff. That makes me happy that she's getting uh, consistent work because I, I think she's very funny. And I thought she crushed this. I thought she was great. Now, I don't want to get too far into the weeds, and I know we touched on it a little bit, uh, but like, I, I still can't get over how well they incorporated uh, LGBTQ plus character into this into this movie, into a children's movie. Without, without without making it the main a, story oh yeah without making it the main story or harping on it or even you know parents i mean obviously matt uh was like oh i didn't even see it so like it, it just it without even like you know republican parents causing a stink so like what I, I i don't know i think that's an because disney has been trying to do this for years where they're just like how do we mm-hmm. Get gay people in Star Wars, and it's just like <laughs> that's actually the subject line of an email that I foiled just now. Yeah, like, 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 how do we have two two women kiss in Star Wars? And you're just like, okay, can you please stop looking at my hurt my search history? <laughs> can you stop, please? <laughs> how do I turn off remote control of my desktop? Oh man, Jesus. Um, the but yeah it's just like it's just so <laughs> fuck matt <laughs> uh but yeah i it, it's just so they've been trying to do that for for years and you you've seen it every single time where it's like they did it in avengers where it's like how was your date well he was and you're just like all right you know i don't know it, people it, on twitter will be like they're gay right they're gay. See, they're gay. We found it, guys. They're gay. And then somebody from Disney will be like, no, guys, they're, they're not gay. They're, guys, don't guys, don't, they're don't say gay. that. <laughs> you can't say that. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, do y'all have any thoughts on that? I know we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but I'm I'm blown away by that. Where, where I hope just... that it sets a trend of like, hey, like you could you could have gay characters and stuff, especially kids stuff, and it's not that big of a deal. And that doesn't mean that you can't make a movie specifically about like a gay person's struggle or like a gay character. But this movie was obviously not about this girl's sexuality, but they're just like, hey, here's one of the things that makes her different. Clearly she was positioned to be different. She's different than the rest of her family. She's different than all the people she knew in high school. And she was finally going to have this coming of age moment where she finally was around people who understood her and got her, not just because she liked movies, but also just because she was gay. And so, you know, you don't have to make it like the biggest deal in the world. And that's that in itself is progress because like you don't want to it doesn't have to be the biggest thing in the in the whole movie that somebody happens to be gay like it's not Mm -hmm. that it's like you know it doesn't have to be the center focus that doesn't mean it can't be but you can definitely put it in there and it doesn't have to be a big deal because most of the kids that they're marketing these movies towards do not give a shit about whether their favorite characters are gay or not it's just stupid adults who get on the internet and get mad at you yeah, either they don't care at all or they're like actively seeking out gay main characters. Exactly. So like you're so weird. Like, like, yes, who cares? I will say though, I really appreciated them like putting in a storyline that she fell in love with a girl from Facebook basically before going to college. Cause I was like, I relate. Been there. <laughs> uh, I'ma meet you at Lion Camp. What's yeah. up? Hey, don't, don't, don't talk bad about people who met their spouse at line camp please let's wow <laughs> wow let's don't let's don't do that real quick please is that what is, is that what happened actually we're being honest were you trust three percent one thousand wow incredible incredible i mean royden can't talk shit because like his first date with his now fiance was tortilla tossing so it's yeah it's, no it's i mean I'm, I'm, oh, that's a perfect first date no i'm right i'm right there i mean you sink one you meet your uh you meet your uh nobody knows what that means i'm just gonna one. i'm just gonna tweet uh tortilla uh, toss do not yeah. do that yeah I'm just who's a better to- tortilla tosser trying to get my you say that without tossed <laughs> you say that without context it holds a completely different meaning who was the best tortilla tosser oh my the- fiance oh. I can't think of a single thing. That tweet that sounds like a banger. Caitlin is not whooping Royden's ass at. Like I can't think of a single thing. She can't I, talk movies with with him, but that's probably about all. Oh, oh yeah, this this useless <laughs> piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> this useless thing. She's out. She's out there like like saving lives as an ER nurse, and I'm sitting here like, hey, do you think like Steven Spielberg is like a good director? And you're just like, eh, who gives a shit? Um, no, I just I think, <laughs> yeah, she she she's definitely better at uh, she's better than me at at ninety eight percent of things. I will well, say. that means you just that means that you uh, married up. Congratulations. Well, you're not well, well, married up. No, well, and then uh, but if you need me around to like quote a vine reference, man, I'm there. <laughs> I'm your guy, Royden. What was that TikTok that you saw? I got it. You're like spring in action. Finally, yeah, finally, <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> just just getting back to it, and, and I think the the interesting thing with this story is is the main. I mean, the story is kind of, meh, but like the main difference that she has with her dad is that her dad is like 
you know, dumb dad syndrome that they put in every single movie. It's so fucked like- up and we're pissed <laughs> off and we're not going to take it anymore. So that's why I've started my own social networking site. Does your wife have the login? Called Father F-T-H-R. F-T-H-R. And you, have to, you have to share your driver's license to be a verified member. F-T-H-R. Fatter? Father. F-T-H-R. Father. Shut up. <laughs> um, no, so I think the... Uh, the, the main thing here is is basically like her dad can't log into YouTube and that's their main difference. You know, in, a, in the hands of like a less equipped writer, it'd be like, oh, I don't know if I, but I, again, it is a kid's movie, but it's just like, I don't know if I agree with her sexuality, but it's just, you know. Nah, her dad the whole time was basically like, get a job, you bum. You're not going to be a movie director. When she was making like elite, youtube videos that the that like the apple ceo was watching yeah like if the fucking ceo of apple is like oh i love this girl's movie videos that probably means something uh, <laughs> but you shouldn't have to have the literal ceo of apple or whatever the pal to tell you that your kid shit is good before you start to like invest in her art but i get it, it's just like the, the arc that the character goes on but i think the i think the whole strained relationship with that thing is a cool period of exploration but i thought it really failed every time they dug deeper into it and you saw why their relationship was strained i didn't think that it why because Explain i because that. because i thought the dad was so 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 unreasonable and it doesn't mean that he doesn't hold true for some people's dads obviously the people that wrote this are drawing inspiration from somewhere including maybe their own dads or other people in their family but i just thought it was so and i know you have to like make these things more simple to understand for kids but i just the dad didn't feel human to me until after he would, had his redemption moment. Before that, he felt like a trope. And I was just like, what's up with the dad, bro? Like, he, he's being so weird and so dismissive of the things that his girl, little girl is into. And she's like, she's 17 or 18 now. Like, she's about to leave and go off to college. She's already applying to film school. The whole get a job thing doesn't really make sense when your kid is quite literally already accepted to film school. She's Dog, if my kid got into in. film school... My film, He's my, gotten into film school. That like USC film school? What the fuck yeah, are you like, talking about? That in itself is success. Like that in itself means that there could be some viability in this career for her. Like I, I found that weird. I found that to be kind of weird. Well, it is. They hate the, us because they ain't us. <laughs> it, it, is the, uh, it is a typical like Midwestern or Southern dad where they, 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 they like, how do you, I only know how to use a flip phone and like, I like to do things with my hands and set possum traps and shit. And that's the, you know, the stereotypical dumb, dumbass dad that they put in these movies, but he's not as dumb as you think. He just doesn't know how to operate. You know, it's just his, his things, his skills are good for everyday life. Hey, I'm hotter. I'm hotter out here than my kids. His survival skills were actually, the only thing that he did well was make them carry around uh screwdriver <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro that just that just made me realize like i'm i'm hotter out here than my kids will ever be like don't th- i'm gonna have a better social uh profile than my kids ever will don't Why come do you think that me. i That's- i started this shit you're just a copy of me <laughs> yeah. like i just realized they'll never be as hot as us this is good no, I'm, you are I'm not a message board that, that's not true your kids are gonna have like Five million followers on TikTok, and they're gonna be like, "So what, Dad? You had fucking three thousand followers on on Twitter. Who the Bro. fuck goes on Twitter anymore? Nobody even knows what's what gonna happen." Is- check this. Check this. They're gonna they're gonna use this in court. I'm about to put my kid on Twitch and steal all his fucking money. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> have him play- use this shit against me in court. I'm gonna have lose him play like everything. Resident Evil. 
Exactly. Oh, oh, I'm gonna. Oh man, that's bad parenting. I'm gonna do it though for a nickel. Have him scared as fuck and then upload his videos. Absolutely, like that kid that opens opens toys on YouTube. You're just yeah, do except it opens trauma. Yeah, <laughs> I stream. The uh, the I can definitely just see your kids just like recording these weird shit you do around the house and going viral every single week. All right, well that <laughs> took a turn. I didn't like. That much. It would be that's amazing. Okay. Goddamn. Uh. Dad's tweeting again today. <laughs> He's sending bad tweets again. The uh, <laughs> I have to delete all my shit now. <laughs> your your kids your kids are gonna you're gonna be uh, like yelling at your kids when you're like 48. Like you are Art Hill out here grinding, tweeting to three thousand to no tweeting Baylor memes to no it's one. Called, it's called networking. <laughs> random memes to five people all for seven likes <laughs> the the strength coach in front of the walls thing is one of the funniest things that i think you've I gotta heard. go buy a domain for that I yeah take it, anyway continue in for the sequel um, if there's a sequel to this film I uh i you know we don't need I never that. no we don't need it i never we, watched the we ever need the sequels that we get but we're getting it if it's doing well, Spider Verse. No Spider Verse. Well. I haven't heard enough people talking about this uh, movie to think that maybe it's doing successful. I just know that it's good enough to where people should be watching it, but I don't know if people are actually watching. It. If this I, was in theaters, it would get a sequel. Sorry, Matt, but if this was in theaters, it would get a sequel. Just like Spider Verse is going to get a sequel. Just like Lego Movie and every yada 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 all got a sequel. Yep. But like, there's no reason for Lego Movie to actually have a sequel. Just but they like built it up, and Lego is a huge brand but like the the thing if this was in theaters i think it'd be a different story i think they're gonna give it a sequel but we don't it, just guy, like y'all it is not it is not that complex did it show up black on the profit loss chart like that if it showed up as black and made a profit they're gonna make another one yeah, make yeah i mean they, there's no way to tell that's true too we can't tell but if i mean people, i just netflix that is nobody knows lie. Why aren't they marketing the movie, man? I don't get it. it I didn't know what this movie it's was. It's the Netflix y'all, problem. Y'all told uh, told me like this is the movie that we're gonna watch for this week's episode, but th- why haven't I heard of this movie? I have a friend who works at Netflix. Like he didn't even tell me. He tells me <laughs> he tells me about dumb shit that's coming out that I will never watch. Hey, he Look, tell me if, about this movie. If 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 <laughs> if your Netflix account has watched one episode of Dino Trucks. They are marketing it to your ass. Like I'm just saying, it was yeah. right there in front of us. I mean, it's we not had no choice. For, it's not marketed for us, but it's like you want to watch like a third, algorithm. Yeah, if, you want to watch the third season of like Alter Carbon? No, I don't give a fuck. But wait, you, but is that true though? Because I watched Spider Verse used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it is anymore. Hmm. If you watch Spider Verse, why wouldn't they market? Why wouldn't this be front and center on my screen? I watched Spider Verse like eleven times on Netflix. They now, should know. That this is in my wheelhouse. That doesn't even matter, Teej. You, they should be putting Fucking all the movies that they spend $150 million on to make on the Everywhere. front of their shit. Like, yeah. remember when it took us like an hour to search for Malcolm and Marie after a Malcolm week? Malcolm and Marie, yep. Yeah, it's like, it's like why? This should be front and center. Y'all spent a million dollars on it. Let us be able to find it very easily and let people fall into the movie because they might have forgot that it came out. Yeah, you fall have to ass backwards me. into this movie. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Matt, I know you're saying, like, if you're in the algorithm, like, if you've watched, if you watched any sort of, like, Doc McStuffins or whatever. You're not, like, you're not out here, man. I'm just saying, you're not <laughs> out here. 
You're not out here. You're not out here watching four seasons of Octonauts. <laughs> you're not <laughs> out. You're not out here. You're not out here watching the Magic School Bus reboot. I am not watching the reboot of Magic School Bus, but I am watching the original. Wait, why? You're watching Cupcake and Dino. You don't know. Why are you watching the original? Hold on. Why are you watching the original Magic School Bus? Y'all are too young to understand it's this. But the Magic School Bus is incredible television. The original Magic How School Bus. How high? Movie. You get high it's and watch the Magic remarkable. School Bus and go inside of a human body and there's women up the bloodstream? Come on. You can't not like that. Dog. I, I, also just watch, I just generally watch uh, old cartoons when I get high. I watch a lot of Hey Arnold. I watch a lot of Doug. That makes so sense. It's not really, it's not really like watching off, PBS. It's not, it's not off brand for me. Like I watched one time I got high and watched an episode of Wishbone, which was also before <laughs> time, but it was a great show. They don't Captain, know about Captain Planet. They don't know about Wishbone. Yeah, they don't disrespect PBS, bro. Arthur is still yeah, a PBS has some bangers. Arthur still rings off to this day. Somebody now, just does Arthur, Arthur ring intro. off? Does Arthur yes. ring off or does Arthur ring off because you got memes from Arthur? Both. Arthur rings it's off, bro. DJ. Bro. DJ taught everybody what it Man, DJ's my they hero. Had Chill out. Rainbow, they had Wishbone. She's my hero. Yeah, man. Reading they don't know. They had a lot of at one point, bro. I'm just saying th- these there are two Americas, and it's not the two Americas that Bomani Jones talks about. It is the two Americas where either you have a three-year-old in the house or you don't. And that's <laughs> that's that's what the two uh, Americas are. That's a, why you watch a lot of Dr. McStuffins. That's my, that's just, my yes, favorite. thank you. Yeah, she's, you put it together. she's obsessed with Dr. McStuffins. There you go. As a designated child haver, what did you think about the storyline in this movie? And when then we'll uh kind of get moving along with uh, our drafts and such like the did it did it make you shed a tear like the uh maya he when i'm 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 extremely sensitive to like um like heavy hand like i don't like it when you take a point and you just kind of heavy hand it with really just blunt dialogue and this almost did that in a couple places um but otherwise like tj elaborated on i i I like I, i like the concept and the execution was pretty dang good. I liked it more than DJ did, but, um, but yeah, I, 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 the, I had no issue with the technology portion, which apparently some people did teach. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 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 very solid all around. I thought it was executed. Well, I think if they spent another three months on the script, it, uh, and, and, you know, another couple months in the editing bay, <coughs> excuse me, it probably gets 15% better, but I, I think it was good. When you watch these movies as like, uh, obviously you're marketed to multi-generational people, but like when you watch these movies, like as a, as a parent, do you like, do you like, come on, we don't have to do the kid growing up storyline again. How many times are you like, God damn it. Um, I, you, you just kind of go on autopilot cause you're normally doing something else right, while true. the rest of the house is watching that. Um, so you're just like, okay, what what kernels are they throwing my way? That's kind of like, are they writing this, and and are they parents? You can tell when it's parents writing it because it's parents write it in a way that, you know, it, it's just noticeable. Um, and so I just I, I immediately go to the meta of of what was being done behind the scenes. I don't care about the story most of the time. This one was good though. I will say the 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 scene with. Uh, the live your life scene when they're fighting the thing I've watched that it's on YouTube. You can go watch it. I think it's brilliantly done. I I've watched that so many times actually. 
now. I don't I know. I just why. wish they would have picked a different song because that song annoys the shit out of me now. Oh, I mean, it, that it's, song. it's trash perfect. Song. It's perfect for the time period when she would have been growing up then. Yeah. So. You're yeah, right. I can't hate on that song. That song is great. You know what I, I mean? Absolutely can't hate on that song. It is now my life's mission to only hate on that song. First of all, we shouldn't be hating on any Rihanna music because she's not giving us new music. So we have to appreciate the stuff she did give us. And second of all, that song is great. It's it, Rihanna. It's let's perfect. get it. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, the the mother showing up and the and she'd be like, "Mom's scary now." Is a very funny joke. <laughs> Yeah, the mom just going, I'll kill Bill out of nowhere. It was incredible content. I love that shit. <laughs> Brothers oh, run is, is such a funny, it's such a funny, and they're just like, oh no. She grows agitated. I'm so happy that Dex got to pick up on that reference because he's seen Kill Bill now. That made me really happy. <laughs> yeah, I can connect these dots. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that the the live your life scene is incredible. But anyway, um, yeah, that is the Mitchells versus the Machines it's on Netflix. Go watch it, y'all. Go Especially watch it. If you have kids, it's enjoyable. Go watch the movie. Yeah, for sure. Go watch it. Um, the first good thing to watch on Netflix since hey, the new season of The Circle just ended, so you can go watch that as well. It's so amazing. And it's for really for the husbands show, out there. Amazing. Yeah, for the husbands out there, you probably already know about Shadow and Bone, which is not the worst shit TV out right now. So I'll what was uh, br- uh what was the uh, British uh, Bridgerton Bridgerton Chess. yeah the- oh Bridgerton Bridgerton uh, the Queen's Gambit is what I would say. Queen's but- Gambit was a fucking banger. So yeah. do y'all remember that portion of quarantine where like ah Tiger King ah Queen's Gambit Chess ah we're all yes. gonna buy a chess set and play for two weeks. That's why I said that shit on this very specific point. Most most eclectic, like, why do you have a tiger in 25 chess sets? It just <laughs> it just it just feels like it was ages ago. That was just that was just 12 months. That's all there's a part months. of the pandemic where we were like so down bad that we were like the the main character of uh Queen's Gambit were like, would maybe what? Anya Taylor yeah. Joy. Everyone was having that discussion. Yeah, is she hot or do I just like uh, her as a chess player? And yeah, you know we were down player. bad because we were having that discussion like so openly on Twitter, mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. one o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. Like, is Anya Taylor Joy <laughs> hot? I don't know. Maybe. Let's discuss. Yeah. So um, we are going to do a draft. Best non-Pixar, Disney-Pixar movie draft right after this ad break from Apollo Houston. Now let's do this draft. Dex, do you have a... Uh... So this way, so we're doing non-Pixar, non-Disney animated movies. Yes. And it's, and it's a 15-round draft is what <laughs> y'all told me? Four. Okay, four. We can do four. We're going to go Matt, Dex, Roy, and Tease. Damn it. I really well, have I got to go first. I'm going to get so, fl- oh no, I'm going to get so flamed. No matter what pick, it's going to be the wrong pick. <sighs> okay. Um, we can go like what was the most influential. We can go. Uh, or the best. The you could, no, you got to go the best. The best. Um, I think I'm going to go with. Non-Pixar, right? Yep. Non-Pixar, yes. non-Disney. 
non-Disney. Ah, damn. Because all of the ones that, that pop up are... Mm. Uh, I had... Dang it, I had it up for a second. It... It's recency bias, and I'm going to play to the play to the audience here. Okay, but I am going to take Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Damn it! Yeah, yeah, no, that's the right Shit. pick. Yes, it is. It's pick. absolutely right. It's that's it's the right a pick, pick that I will never be like uh, destroyed for in the press. So I'll keep my job as GM for another year. <laughs> nice. It, it it is that is I'm not kidding a perfect film. I think it is oh, an absolute. I think it's absolutely perfect. It's a hundred out of a hundred. It is. One of the best movies I've ever, one of the best theater experiences I think I've ever seen. And no one was in the theater when I went and saw it, which was a shame. That movie should have made a billion dollars. I think I would have taken it even if we were able to draft Pixar on Disney movies. It's that good. Mm-hmm. All right. So for my pick, you made it easier by taking into the Spider-Verse, but I'm going to take just a classic. It's probably the one that like the DreamWorks movie. I'm going to go with Shrek. Mm. It's, strong just hilarious to this day her like uh fiona like transforming into an ogre or whatever is like a neat little cute story or whatever but just mike myers was just on 10 that entire fucking movie eddie murphy was on 10 that entire movie just it's just incredible and the sequels they get worse and worse but they're all still pretty pretty decent watches i would i would argue shrek 2 is just as good actually um it is yeah. Yeah. um yeah the inter- most interesting thing about shrek is that chris farley had vo- voiced most of the movie and then tragically passed away but then mike myers was like i want to do a scottish accent and they had to reanimate the entire movie wow it's just like chris farley as shrek would have been hilarious as well very different movie but hilarious obviously mm-hmm. Um, my next pick is, uh, I mean, recency bias, but Lego movie. It, I think it redefined what that, what the kind of comedy that you can do in these movies is. It's a great movie boy word is redefined. I I love that. (laughs) I'm here for it. I'm right here. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I really did. And the fact that it didn't get nominated for best picture or best animated picture because of the Will Ferrell scene is horrendous. Like, come on, Academy. What are you, what are you doing? I definitely remember being in the movie theater for the Will Ferrell scene and being like, oh, shit, that's Will Ferrell. It worked exactly as it was intended. President Business is an awesome movie title. <laughs> the Craggle. All right, uh, I got to... Um, so I'm gonna take from my first pick. I'm gonna take Despicable Me, and hmm. those films are amazing and hilarious. The first one's the good. First one, um, I, I like all of them, even the Minions one. They all make me laugh. You like the uh, Minions movie, bro? The Minions are hilarious. The soundtracks are always big fire. Thank you, Pharrell. I just love the characters. I just like that everything's kind of turned on its head. Uh, I really like Despicable Me a lot. And then my for my second pick, I'm gonna go Shrek Two which I think is a hair below Shrek 1, but still pretty damn funny. I'm going to take Shrek 2. The, the jokes per minute in Shrek 2, right? and the re- the referential humor in, in Shrek is they get like filmed on an episode of Cops. Yeah. <laughs> that, sh- <laughs> that shit is funny. He's like, we got, 
We got some uh, catnip. Oh, that's catnip. not mine. Oh, that's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, let's see. There's there's a there's a few that I could go with here. I don't. I don't know. Like, of course, all these movies are weird, and I get. I'm I'm just gonna have to take it. Spirited Away. I'm not the biggest fan of Spirited Away. I'm gonna just. I just have to take it for the graphic. It. I get it. I get it. I watched it for the first time. I get it last year, and yeah, I get it. I it's not one of my favorites or whatever. I don't think I'm gonna watch it again anytime soon. But yeah, it's it's weird, but it's fun and it's like engrossing. It just works. It's kind of a tough watch, though. Yeah, to be honest. But it just works. You just keep watching it. You're like, what the fuck is gonna happen now? Yeah, I mean, I. I and all of those studio uh, Ghibli Ghibli films are, of course, like renowned. And I need to. Everybody I need, loves them. I need to watch more. They're all on HBO Max, which is an incredible pool by HBO Max. Being like, we're just gonna take these. Um, but yeah, so I need to watch all of those, and I haven't because I'm a dumb American. But Dex, next. I have to. Okay, yeah, this is another DreamWorks movie from 1998 grew up on it at the daycare shout out to the prince of egypt hell yeah hell that, yeah. Movie, that movie is a banger i love that movie dude the soundtrack is great the cast is great probably weird that they're playing egyptians but still great uh val kilmer uh michelle pfeiffer sandra bullock jeff goldblum danny glover patrick stewart mm-hmm. steve martin this cast is incredible hans zimmer did the music like that shit is stacked for a kid's movie and it, it works. I, I love it. There was something like that was DreamWorks first animated movie. Like DreamWorks had just came out and that was their first animated movie or something like that. And then there was a push to try and get ants out. And the, the, the director of DreamWorks went over to Disney and they were like, let's make bugs life. Yep. There is, I was like, we can't get washed by these people over it at DreamWorks. Anyway, Matt, two picks. Man, I have a lot of different directions I can go here. I can go influential. I can go the fan favorite. I can go artsy and really well done. Or I can just go super weird pick that only I would appreciate and probably taking three rounds too early. Ooh, do that one. Do that one. All right, we're gonna go Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, yep, yep. Yeah. So just taking notes here. Uh, knew that was uh. Don't even, uh know, don't even know about Wallace and Gromit. Is Chicken Run in there with you also? Shut up, man. I can we not talk about my picks? Sean the Sheep. Um, no, not Sean the Sheep. Um, but I am gonna go with more of a fan favorite one. Uh, Got to get my trust from the owner back. Uh, we're gonna go with the Iron Giant. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I meant to just that earlier. Foundational to the animated movie industry, I would believe. Movie's sad as shit. Not great, but very good. Oh, man. All right. Uh, so, yeah, those are my two picks <laughs> Wallace and Gromit and then the Iron Giant. Look, I love Wallace and Gromit. Shut up. Sure. No judgment here. Uh, haven't, haven't seen it enough to really oh, judge it I'm i have ancient. seen it but do i remember it no 
I keep wanting to pick things and then realizing that they're actually Disney movies <laughs> that I just forgot yeah, were Disney movies. Big Hero Six. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a Disney movie. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with stalling for time. Stalling for time. How have these not been picked yet? How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> Fuck, that was my next pick. Those movies are so good. All literally, all of them are incredible. the The trailer for the third one gave away literally the entire movie, which was weird. But <laughs> both How to Train Your Dragon one and two were like truly surprising with just how fucking delightful they were to watch in the movie theater. Uh, I I just didn't expect that from DreamWorks. I was like, this movie is gonna be dumb. I know they're gonna sell all their dragon toys and they're gonna be in like kids meals or whatever, and that'll be it. And I watched and I was like, wait, I actually really like this as a like late stage teenager. Like it's actually a really good movie. So people love those movies. Yeah. How to They're amazing. Dragon. Um my next pick is uh just a, a completely inaccurate film, kind of harmful to people's knowledge of history. But uh Anastasia. Yeah. <laughs> it is uh um, really good. It's still very good. Yeah, still still incredibly good. Incredible voice cast. Meg Ryan, John Cusack, Christopher Lloyd, Kelsey Grammer, Hank Azaria, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, it's 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 a Yeah, it's a great movie. Also very funny, but very inaccurate. Great soundtrack too. Mhm. Teach two picks. All right. Last two picks. Uh, we're gonna go with all dogs go to heaven. Uh, wow, of mine. love those, love that movie as a kid. Mel Gibson, um, Banger. I see where you're going. That's a great movie. Please, no, I hate Mel Gibson. Fuck Mel Gibson. Um, and I've been trying to figure out my one. Wait, uh, I thought he was in that movie. No, he's not. It's Burt Reynolds. Sorry. Oh, good. Much. Thought it was. <laughs> Sorry, um, I thought it was Mel Gibson was in that movie. My next one isn't really a kids movie, so I'm gonna skip it and I'm gonna go to pick. A movie that I everybody likes a little bit more than me, but I still see why people like it. I'm gonna go to Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, that is a Disney movie, friend. Wait, is that a Disney movie? That is a Disney movie. Okay, never mind. Uh, go with my original pick. I, I originally thought of that it was not as well, so you're not alone. Yeah, I thought it wasn't as well, but I, I, I don't know enough to, to know that. It's on Disney Plus. It has to be, right? Oh, uh, well, that's a pretty good indicator that it's a Disney movie. I'm going with the Pebble and the Penguin. That 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 film is awesome. Um, it's a sweet love story. I really like it. I remember loving it as a kid. Um, so I'm gonna go Pebble and Penguin. I've never never heard of it. Heard of it. Nope. <laughs> wow. It came out in '95. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. That's my excuse. Okay. Mm. What do I That's go right. with here? What do I go with? Because there's. A few directions you can go. You can take the the ones that spawned a series. Hmm. <laughs> There's an animated film called Muhammad and the Last Prophet. Okay. Oh. Hadn't seen that one. Um, let's see. You took Iron Giant, Ants, nah. Hmm. Hey, yo! It turns out there's a lot more anime movie, animated movies than just uh, Disney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Kung Fu Panda. Uh, I'm surprised that, I made it this long. 
yeah, a, a fun, a fun family. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at some of the more uh, like uh, mature, maybe even foreign like animated movies. There's a lot out there, man. Surprisingly spanned eight years and three movies that they made out of that that, that thing. Uh, but yeah, Kung Fu Panda's. Oh. I got to go back and actually watch that eventually. That that is funny. That movie it's is really very good. funny. It it holds up. It's really good. All right, Dex. Right, I'm last. I'm I'm pretty sure this is not a Disney movie. Very recent. Um, don't know if a ton of people actually saw it, but it's really good, and it's like a really interesting animation style, art style, whatever it's actually called. Don't get mad at me, animation nerds. Uh, but Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, that was right during the middle of the reconnaissance. Oh, yeah. yeah, I uh, I really like that movie. I didn't expect to like it. Somebody told me. Oh, this is actually pretty good. You should watch it. And I was like, well, I don't have anything else to do. And you're hot and I want to have sex with you. So I watched this movie that you like. <laughs> oh. um, but I actually really like the movie. Um, so, you know. Wins, That's great. Right. Wins, wins. Yeah. Good on the two strings. It's actually really fun. And it's like a. It's about a kid who's like lost and finds a guitar that's magic and is trying to get home and. It's, it's adorable and fun and cool. Might be. Stop motions? I don't know. Because I should have taken the Fantastic Mr. Fox, but... Matt? Final I, uh, I Another two picks, right? One more. Oh, one no, more. That's one right. More. That's right. Um, the Secret Life of Pets, man. Just... A really? Oh, those are so good. Fabulous movie. Uh, for kids and adults alike, man, absolutely fabulous movie. Um, I actually, I'm confident in my four. Uh, it's it legitimately laugh out loud funny. Um, big, uh, big Louis C.K. supporter over here. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, that, yeah. It, it, okay, if you can get past, if you can get past that, watching it, which is uh, admittedly like a 10 second hurdle, I have to jump every single time I turn on the movie. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Only the second one with uh, with Patton Oswalt replacing him. Yeah, the, the second one is actually not that bad either. So, um, movies we didn't take. I should have. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. If you wanted to count that as a animated film, of course that's. I will. I think I'll count that as a as an animated film. Let's see. Anything other that we're missing? Of course, all the studio South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. I almost took that. That's the one I said. It's not a kids' movie, but I almost took it. An American Tale, five off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out. Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. My yeah. neighbor Totoro. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I haven't seen that one, but I've heard good things. There's uh oh Rango. People love this one. Rango with Johnny with beep. Uh the uh. Let's see. One that I loved as a kid, but I haven't seen since I was a child. Flushed away. Oh, yeah. Do y'all remember uh, the uh, terrible... Oh, you mean Sausage Party? Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> I love Sausage Party, actually. Legitimately also, a horrible movie. Just I'm, so bad. I'm not going to lie, though. We didn't take any... We're, we were thinking kind of like big studio films. We didn't take any of the DC animated movies... Which are all? Oh, that's true. Most, They're all really good. Most are objectively great, actually, which is incredible that they're so good at that. 
the dog so man. bad at live action. Yeah, those those animated movies, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, is amazing. Dude, that movie was so good. Oh no, his dad is a cop. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> All right, I, I have a, I have a couple honorable mentions here. Go um, for it. I, was I the last to pick? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the first of it. See how that works. Oh, I guess so. So we're done, though. Okay, yeah, I guess so. Um, Ice Age. Mm-hmm. Very oh, strong. Yeah. The Simpsons movie. Very strong. Yeah, I actually love the Simpsons movie. Um, we still we still tell my sister, uh, whose name is Maggie, <laughs> because of that movie, we tell her, Maggie, you were the best accident that ever happened. <laughs> Um and yeah, th- those were the those were the big ones, but a lot of good stuff out there. Man, a lot of good stuff out there. Turns out there is just more than than people love Coraline. Did y'all ever watch that one? Oh yeah, yeah Cor- I I it wasn't my bag, but like I I knew why people like all of the Tim Burton like animated shit is just not yeah. up my not at my alley. All the yeah. all, all the goth girls I had a crush on in middle school really yeah. liked that movie. <laughs> oh man. Sword in the Stone. Anybody remember the ass film Dinosaurs? That animated weird film. Pretty where weird. They, where they were about to get hit by a meteor. Yeah, we tried to turn that on here at the house, and it just did not. Did not give everybody a good energy. No, there was a movie that they that it was. I don't even know if it was a. Was it a Disney movie? Dinosaurs. Look it up. It is the weirdest uncounty uncanny valley, and but it's dinosaur 2000 it is yeah it's a it's a walt disney movie and it is just terrible i actually you know what i had to show you if you haven't seen it dino oh i do remember this (laughs) it's garbage big garbage 2000 it is terrible ass cgi hold on share screen What's the fish movie with Will Smith and Angelina Jolie? That's what I was about Shark to sale. Shark Shark sale. Sale. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, awful ass she, CGI. I love how they put Rex from Toy Story right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to make this into a movie. He has like human teeth. I don't like it. I don't like the way it looks. And and then they get like hit by an asteroid in the very end. Don't we all? Kids love that. Yeah. Ugh. Ew. No, thank you. Like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah, I'm making a meme out of that. Hold on one second. <laughs> what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> this is this is Matt after after viewing Mrs. Incredible. Yeah, exactly. Posting for meme potential. There we go. All right. That has been a one take podcast, episode 64, Mitchell's versus Machines. Um, Matt, tell them where they can find your tweets. Uh, unfortunately, at Matt is bare, just like it sounds. No spaces. Um, are you, uh, we doing any podcasts recently? Hmm. There's probably been a dabbling in the Baylor sports world for our daily bears. Um, there, uh, there might be some upcoming Twitch streams here as the Mass Effect uh, video game gets remastered and released on Friday. So twitch.tv hey. slash Bear, I guess. Um, that's about it. Don't invest any more time than that, for sure. 
Also, an incredible two incredibly cute dogs that you can see here in this. Good dogs. Good dogs. The younger dog's been dick out the entire stream, so I hope that doesn't get you guys taken the down. The entire stream. Good lord. Pretty much. Oh, that doesn't get you guys taken down. All right, Dex, what are we doing? Hashtag support Florence Pugh. You already know what it is. We say this every week because I'm, I'm trying to tell you people, Florence Pugh got next. She's she the young next. goat. Get in fucking line. Get on the hype train. The MCP is coming. July 9th, go see Black Widow in theaters. We back outside and shop Apollo HOU. ApolloHOU.com. Big shout out ApolloHOU.com. Promo code one take pod O N E T A K E P O D for ten percent off the flyest Houston merch you've ever seen. Just just do it. Make your life better. Thank you. Uh Brian Mittaggart previewed the uh Cry Kid Summer t shirt. Big fire. Mm-hmm. Big fire. Incredible. Uh, yeah. So ApolloHOU.com. You can find us at the One Take Podcast on Apple, Google, as well as Spotify. I know a lot of you listen to us on Spotify, but if you can go rate us on Apple, it's all on your phone. You all have an iPhone. You do not have those green texts. No one does. Takes 15 seconds. Like, just go do it. Damn. Just go do Damn. 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 Go, go, write, go rate us on uh, iTunes. I know a few of you have done that recently. We really, we really appreciate it, including like three of TJ's friends. So that's actually really cool. But uh, <laughs> we really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, go find us there. You can find us at One Take Pod on Twitter and Instagram, as well as our YouTube channel here. Also, Apollo HBU Twitch. So go follow us on those. And I will say this again. We're out. Some of those that work forces draw the same that burn crosses.